This is Diaries of a Sensitive Soul. My name is Rachel Kelly. Welcome to my podcast. As a highly sensitive person, knowing there's so many others out there just like me, I wanted to create this podcast as a safe place to express myself and connect with others as I explore and share topics that many of us stay silent around. As a trauma-informed coach and narcissistic abuse specialist, you can expect both personal stories and educational insights along the way. My hope is that by hearing the raw and vulnerable parts of my life, you can remind yourself that you're never alone in yours. Hello, welcome back to Diaries of a Sensitive Soul. And today I am going to be sharing some insights around perfectionism. So this was one of the questions that somebody wrote in and they wanted to just understand more about the origins of perfectionism and how we can move through that. So what I'm going to do with this episode is give a brief introduction around what perfectionism is and then I wanted to just unpack and share a little bit around the perspective of perfectionism from uh, an IFS internal family systems lens because the way that I really was able to understand perfectionism on a much deeper level than what I had already um, understood perfectionism as for the last um, five or so years when I realized that this was something that I, I have, I do, it became so much clearer for me. And so I want to share this because it would be uh, it, yeah, it it wouldn't make sense to share about perfectionism without this lens. And so a lot of the time when I share about perfectionism in the past, I've related it a lot to talking about people with, you know, highly sensitive, um, people being highly sensitive, you know, with the trait of uh, being a HSP or people, you know, coming from a lens of low self-worth. But what I haven't yet explained in a podcast is the connection with uh, our internal family system. So I wanted to just come from the lens of looking at perfectionism within the scope of internal family systems. So really what this is, is is a tool, it's a school of thought where we're really looking at ourselves as a whole. So what, what this really is, is this tool that can be transformative through the understanding that every human being is a system is built up of this internal family which comes together with different parts of us so wounded inner parts protective parts and a core self and so really what's happening within us all of the time is that we have all these different parts and they can be different parts showing up and be we can be blended our true self our core self can be blended with these different parts of us. This is where we see different protectors coming in, different wounded parts of us coming in, and that's why there's often some conflict. So when we start to work with parts, we get to really pull apart by meeting each of these parts through inner dialogue, through somatic processes, and starting to unravel and understand what our system is being made up made up with. And you know, it's an evidence-based therapy where we can really start to heal by accessing and looking at people's protectors and people's wounded inner parts. And the, the really important thing to know with internal family systems is looking at the fact that 
there's always going to be this core part of us, this core self. It's within everyone. It can't be damaged and it knows how to heal. But sometimes we get taken over in our system. We become blended with parts that we really forget that. We really forget that we have this core part of us. But there's always still this core part of us, this core self. No matter whether we're blended or not, we can still access that. And so what we're doing when we look at perfectionism as one of these protector parts is we're understanding that we're not pathologizing anything. We're not making anything wrong. We're not making these protectors wrong. But what what we're doing is we're understanding a system designed within us to really protect and, and support our nervous system and to heal us in a way that our body and our mind, our nervous system on a whole thinks is the best way. And on a very kind of short, um brief overview of this ifs kind of principle is that we have this exiled part this wounded younger part that usually got um hurt uh subject to some trauma and exiled out of the system when we were younger and this contains these burdened parts of us these wounds poor beliefs um sensations beliefs that we hold about ourselves and when there's threat of this wound being triggered or when the wound has actually been triggered, we'll have two different kinds of protector parts, our reactive parts and our proactive parts. So they'll come in and they'll they'll decide that whatever these protectors are, that's going to help the person, the human, the nervous system be in the least amount of pain as possible. But often that's not always the case because when we look at different protectors, our protectors, our perfectionism is one of them. But to give you an idea, we have other protectors that can be anxiety, that can be depression, that can be uh, OCD, that can be obsessive um, addictions and things like that. They can all be protective parts. Yet the system thinks that if it didn't go forward and start overthinking, overdoing, being in control, the inner critic, all going through these addictions and creating coping mechanisms that that deeper core wound would be more painful. And sometimes, you know, that's a faulty kind of um, perception because we all know that these protectors and these coping mechanisms can make life very challenging and very hard. So really with this idea is what we're going to look at is we're understanding that that core self, that core part of us is really about our core coming from that true essence of who we are and knowing that that part of us always exists and then we can start to unblend the protector parts we can show up in that true self energy and within the school of ifs they call it the eight c so we're looking at confidence like showing up with the energy of confidence calmness compassion courageousness creativity clarity curiosity and connectedness and so Really what we're doing when we're using this this concept is just bringing ourselves back into our wholeness. And it's a beautiful and powerful system. And I absolutely love it because, of course, it helps with making parts of us seen, heard, validated and healed rather than resisting them, rejecting them and pushing them away. And it's also allowing us to reveal deeper core wounds, deeper parts of us that are underneath these protectors. And then they're the things that we can then go on to actually heal and work with, which is where the inner child kind of um, piece comes in as well when we go a lot deeper into that. So that's just a real overview of how this system works. And let's go on to talking a bit about perfectionism. So 
understanding what perfectionism is, I guess the overall kind of idea, everyone will be familiar with this, I'm sure, if you're listening to this. It may show up for you in certain ways, maybe within work, maybe within your inner critic, your thoughts, how much you do, how much you expect of yourself, maybe in relationships, what you expect from yourself or your partner. But really what perfectionism is, is viewed as this drive to be completely flawless, to just do everything at 110% all of the time. Of course, this is not realistic. Of course, this is not sustainable. Of course, this is going to end up with constantly falling short of your expectations and getting caught in a lot of shame and getting stuck in a cycle that's really difficult to break out of when we're holding ourselves to such high standards. According to IFS, as a protector, this part that comes in, it has been designed to shield us from perceived threats or vulnerabilities. So we know that when we're having protectors coming in, as I just shared before, they're coming in because they think there's a real deeper wound that's more scary, more painful to feel. So most of the time when we're experiencing perfectionism, we're trying to hide ourselves and protect ourselves from avoiding criticism, avoiding failure, avoiding rejection and it's basically this idea that if we can just be as perfect as possible we're going to take away all of that risk of being judged of being criticized or rejected and the idea that nothing can harm us emotionally uh, because we're always in control and so just sitting with that for a moment it doesn't make sense when we look at the human experience to see that our perfectionism part that is showing up that this is sustainable to constantly have this kind of push pull where you go 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 you push you you strive only to feel like you just can't keep up with your standards because in your head like there's never going to be a good enough and so what we need to do is we we really need to work on understanding this part and why it's showing up for us in the first place And a lot of the time we can really start with the origins of why this perfectionism part is showing up for us. We can understand on a cognitive level why this may show up. And I'll come to share with you those reasons in a minute. What we're going to do in the next part and how we get to explore this even deeper is when we start to work with parts work, we start to talk to the part on a personal level through inner dialogue, through narrative in our mind or through kind of spoken out loud but we listen for the response of the protector part and we can often get an idea of what that part believes they're protecting us from i think it's good to know on a you know a a conscious level what it is that perfectionism is protecting us from and this can come from so many different avenues really like everyone's story is going to be unique it can be a belief a behavior pattern well, or, or even values that we inherited from our parents, our teachers, from society, like our friends, or from just messages we received growing up. And there could be different parts of this, you know. I'm going to give a few examples here, and you may or may not relate, and just know that if you do not relate to what I'm sharing with you, know that it's very nuanced and there may be some other parts to this story. And so that's not wrong and trust in what comes up for you as you listen to this. So you may have grown up in a household where your parents had very high expectations of you, 
maybe there was an academic kind of aspect where your performance was like you had to achieve you had to perform and maybe that was something that was just passed through the family line it was just kind of a regurgitated ex- expectation but maybe it was also this uh feeling that you had that whenever you achieve something in life whenever you got good grades or whenever you shared about an achievement you were actually rewarded for that and maybe there was a lack of this affection and this recognition when you wasn't expressing how well you did what you achieved and all of those types of things and a perfectionism part can develop in response to those demands those stories those things what were that were internalized and all to avoid that potential of there being a criticism or to avoid this feeling that oh you know the only way that i get love and affection is if i'm sharing how great i've done in my exams or achievements and it's to avoid feeling that sense of those needs maybe going unmet when the perfectionism standards weren't um yeah being enforced or you weren't achieving certain things in your life now this can spread of course not just within the household but we're living in a society where people compare we get compared to all of the time we're here we have social media we have access to the internet and we're human beings people judge it's a very innate part of people and so of course when there is this level of comparison we're again internalizing a message that i must be perfect this is a defense mechanism that you think that is going to protect you from feeling inadequate compared to other people that you must be better than everyone else or you're not going to be recognized maybe there was a theme where you you were maybe not recognized at home or certain parts about you maybe you were like the quiet child that just got on with everything and you weren't like a problem and you were just you know quite content being in your own world quite private maybe and maybe there was this yeah this idea that if you continue to be this type of personality that you will never be noticed or recognized and so again this is where these kinds of beliefs may come in and the fear of rejection you know it underpins so much of what i'm sharing here and really that is the fear that you're not going to be loved or accepted for who you are and so if you have this core belief this core part of you that is created in childhood this and can be connected with the fear of abandonment as well is that if you believe that if you are not perfect then you're not going to be loved and again there was never really uh something in these situations there's never really uh, a time where this is specifically said to you but it's often created as an internal message in your mind from the perceptions the stories the things people said and the beliefs that you hold the behavior that you witnessed so many of our early childhood experiences can have kind of a big impact on on why we do develop perfectionism tendencies so it is good to start understanding why this perfectionism part is showing up from this awareness it may just give you a bit more insight before you go on to do parts work as to why 
it could be here you know just bringing that to your awareness and starting to unpick all of these different pieces again there may have been criticism there may have been judgments you know maybe it's something you do recognize on a on a level where it's like I actually did get criticized for making a mistake or I did get criticized for having you know making act like having an accident or not doing things perfectly or there was no flexibility and a lot of rigidity in the household so of course as a child you translate that into there's no room for mistakes there's no room to be doing everything for the experience of learning there's no room for failure and again of course this is going to be a part that comes in to protect us because the child doesn't want that criticism it doesn't want that judgment that feels hurtful for the child the biggest thing that the child has in your you know in your early development is to feel safe and secure and nurtured and to know that you know of course your survival depends on those that are looking and taking looking after you taking care of you you know sometimes these criticisms come later they come in school but it's it's really once you've had that core pain of rejection neglect criticism it starts to create that story within your mind and so there's going to be this constant striving for love and approval your story now is that if i don't continually prove my worth and prove how good i am at something then i'm going to receive this criticism and that was so painful to me that i just can't go through that and you know different traumatic events and things like that can also add to this as well so with that in mind keeping in mind maybe some things have come up for you knowing that whatever it was this is not an opportunity again to blame or to shame or you know to even go into stories around this but if you feel there are extra pieces of work that you'd like to do and unpack around those parts then i would suggest journaling them out and moving through uh, whatever's coming up emotionally for you but just bringing compassion into whatever that is that's arising for you and giving yourself the gentleness that this kind of work needs so we're going to go into the ifs part now and i love to talk about this approach to perfectionism because what the goal is here is we're not eliminating this perfectionist part we're just creating a new healthier relationship with it and as with anything once you start to understand the processes around our our parts how they work within us and how we get to actually start to combine everything together within us within our systems we actually don't need to or we, we soften we start to realize that we become blended with our parts and then we can start to soften by creating this inner dialogue and we know that by creating this healthier relationship rather than pushing it away is so much more effective if you just remember like the 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 statement the i guess the 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 knowing the fact that like what you resist persists whatever you resist persists within your energy field whatever you give your energy focus to persists so what we're doing here what we're understanding here is that if we're giving this energy of pushing resisting it's a force it's a forceful energy of i'm not accepting you that's creating uh dysregulation in your nervous system and anxiety and unease it's something that is a part of you so if you're trying to push that away it's just creating this conflict this is why i love this work so much because i used to go through that process of fighting fighting these inner parts of me 
And then once you can start to learn to work with them, they become part of you. So really IFS, when we're looking at perfectionism from this lens, is it's saying to us, let's explore the underlying beliefs and emotions that are connected to this perfectionism part. And so what we're going to do is we're going to recognize the pain and the fear that's underneath this part that's actually driving it. And when we're kind of blended, let's say we're blended with our part, it just means that we feel like we're totally consumed and we can't really see us as separate from this perfectionism part. It just is, it becomes us. But what we want to know is there's always going to be this self part, this self part of us that still exists, even when we feel that we're burdened and we're kind of caught up in this. But what we need to know here and understand is that as we start to acknowledge and validate the intention of that part, the reason that it's showing up in the first place, we can first understand this part, give it a voice, validate it, understand it, and then heal the underlying wounds underneath all of that. And when it comes to looking at our core self, this is the compassionate self. As I said at the beginning, that part that is associated with the eight C's, that's kind of what um, was the original kind of makeup of our core selves. And we can begin to develop some self-leadership. And as a self-leader, you can start to provide guidance and support for this perfectionism part. And, you know, this is a journey of compassion and mindfulness. It's a process of inner dialoguing. And so I wanted to bring you on to this inner dialoguing part now, because this is going to be really helpful for you to begin to go through this process of yourself. Again, I'm, I'm sharing in the, the lens of perfectionism here, but this can be worked with any protector part of you. So if you're going to sit and do this process, I'm just going to share with you um, some questions that you can begin to ask your parts. And what we're doing here is we want to create, first and foremost, a safe space for you to do this. So wherever you are, taking yourself away, centering yourself with some deep breaths, and then just accessing that kind of leadership part within you, that core self. And so sometimes you can just do this by finding a core, like a neutral part in your body, a part that feels maybe um, it either feels warm and comfortable or it's neutral. And you can just focus your attention onto that part. And start just to connect in with that part and just know that you have this self-leadership part within you, this core self within you, even if Maybe right now you're feeling quite activated and some parts of your body are maybe not feeling so relaxed or neutral. Once you've resourced and found that part of you, I want you to just understand that you get to now create this dialogue with a part of you. So it may help that you create this part with, maybe you use your hands, maybe you take like your inner self, your inner um, core part of you, the compassionate part, as your true self in your left hand and then you take this protector part in your right hand and it might help to just turn your head left and right as you have this dialogue just as you get practice with this this whole process so what you want to do when you're when you're aware that you have this perfectionism part showing up within you you want to ask it what are you trying to protect me from hey part thank you so much for being here thank you for keeping me safe I just want to know what is it you're trying to protect me from and listen listen to see what the part responds with straight away you may have this inner knowing this nudge this answer that's so clear that's like i'm scared of failing i'm scared of rejection or it may take a bit longer you may have to go through this process a few times 
you may have some memories you may have and just a knowing maybe not necessarily words but see what your inner system brings back when you ask that question and then i want you to acknowledge that and validate what you hear i want you to say thank you thank you for sharing that with me i hear you and you know that's a very real fear and a pain and i want you to know that you're safe and i'm here working with you then you can go on to ask it what is its main fear main concern and then it may elaborate slightly you may hear back from this part your inner knowing your inner world any insights and nudges that say like i'm really scared that if i didn't show up being this protector of perfectionism that if i didn't try hard all of the time that i just wouldn't be noticed for anything but i just would go unnoticed and actually that feels really scary because i felt unnoticed a lot in my childhood and then you could acknowledge and say thank you again to the part for sharing whatever it shares with you whatever it shares i'm just giving some examples of what may come up you thank it you acknowledge it you notice in your system in your body how does that feel to hear and acknowledge and listen to what the part has to say and then perhaps you can go on to ask some other questions, you know, like, when did you first appear in my life? Were there any specific times that you first showed up, you know, protecting me from? And then the next part is really important to come full circle with your relationship to speaking with this part. And I want you to just ask it, what is it you need to feel safe and secure? So you're giving this voice, you're giving this part a voice now and you're saying, Hey part, thank you so much for showing up here in my system for me to protect me. I understand now from what you've shared. And now I really just want to know what is it that you need to feel safe and secure? What do you need from me to feel safe and secure? Or what do you need in general from the world? And whatever it responds with, sometimes I find with this one, that you may have to negotiate with this part. So it may respond with, I just need to feel loved and accepted for who I am. And if it responds with something like that, something that you're able to give it, most of the time we are able to give it to that part. And this is often kind of known as reparenting. I like to see it as a very similar process because what we do when we're talking to our parts is we're often talking to a younger part of us that was scared in childhood. So you can often think of this as you're talking to your younger inner child. So what do you need to feel safe and secure? Again, it may come up with, I just need to know that I don't need to show up as a perfectionist all the time and that whatever I'm doing is going to be acceptable. I just need to hear that I'm loved. I need to know and feel that I'm safe. It may say something else, as I said, that may require some kind of negotiation part. So that might look like you and your true self, your adult self speaking to this part saying, hey, I understand that maybe you want, um, maybe it's a financial thing that it need, that it comes up with to feel safe. And maybe right now, that isn't something that you have physically in your life, but you can say to it, hey, I understand this is what, you, what you're looking for. And, you know, maybe I can't give you that right now, but I'm going to work with you to help you feel safe and secure with what you do have. And then we're going to work towards helping you feel more safe and secure with all of these things that you've said together. And I'm here with you and we're going to do this together. 
and you wait and you listen and see how your body your nervous system responds see how the part responds within you again usually a softening is taking place at this point and then you can ask what would it be like if we work together in a healthier way like me and you together part we're here together working with our whole internal system to create more safety and wholeness within ourselves what is it that you need and really just listening and responding again as you've done throughout this whole process listening without judgment no criticism allowing this part at all parts of this process to just express itself its fears its concerns its intentions why it's here and then you can start to unravel its reason for being there and giving it a voice and really just acknowledging that this part is here again to protect you it's not doing anything wrong it's helping you stay safe and you can give your body the part your nervous system the acknowledgement in that all of its efforts to protect you like what an amazing system that you have that's been designed to protect you i know frustration often comes in a lot of the time when we're going through these processes where our protectors are coming in these addictions these obsessive maybe thoughts this controlling behavior anxiety all of this stuff that's coming in to protect us these parts of us it can be frustrating but we have to soften our nervous system in a way that allows us to start to untangle and unblend from these parts and create a new healthier balance within ourselves and we can do that by you know really acknowledging the the emotional pain within these parts so i wanted to give this process because I think we all know really on an inherent level if we do have perfectionism as a trait you know it's the part of us that it doesn't know when to stop that it feels like it has to be there because it's not safe if it doesn't show up it's the part of us that feels that if you didn't do everything at 100% then you're a failure that if you didn't say yes to everything to taking on all of this work to the best of your ability that you know that something bad's going to happen and for the purpose of this episode i wanted to give some real practical tools to work with this part because for me ifs has been life changing and can really really support our healing process especially if we know that there are some deeper underlying wounds around this and i'm going to do a part 2 on this which is going to take us even deeper into what we do with that information now we have the understanding what fears what parts of us you know we have we have fears of rejection we have uh, past experiences where we maybe did get rejected or we got neglected emotionally or or physically or or levels of criticism all of the things that have contributed to the fear we can start to work on that fear on a, a deeper level and bringing a bit more of the inner child kind of work that supports healing at that core level and by doing both of these practices you know this parts work is amazing and really what we're doing is we're untangling it to a part that we can really get to that that fear and we can start to you know work on that underneath part of us you know letting that part of us know that bigger fear underneath that it's safe that it no longer has to protect us from something that happened in childhood that that was a past experience you know and it's 
a continued dialogue between all of these different parts that help to slowly unravel and untangle all of these different pieces of us and create more harmony within our internal family system. So I hope that was helpful. If you have any questions around this, do let me know. This is, again, the work that I offer within my private one-on-one coaching containers, especially the longer-term containers to get, you know, much deeper into this work, working with our parts and really creating that safe space for you to be heard and seen. So feel free to reach out at any time and sending so much love wherever you are. Have a beautiful day or evening and I'll see you in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening. If anything I shared in today's episode has touched your heart or you feel cool to share with me any parts of your own personal journey, I'd love to hear from you. You can find me over on Instagram at I am Rachel Kelly. I'm sending you so much love and I'll see you in the next episode.